What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome on into today's edition of Union Match Preview. Today, we're looking ahead as our Philadelphia Union continue on what will be a long stretch here of MLS play. And it begins in Colorado, where we face against a Rapids team where they are the hottest team in the MLS. Seven straight unbeaten. A lot of draws in that. I'm obviously a little sarcastic, but still, it's a daunting task when you consider the travel in the MLS, the altitude of Colorado, and Colorado are starting to feel themselves, led by a really underrated manager, Robert Frazier. And whereas the Philadelphia are trying to find their strides, trying to find their ground, trying to find that form that we all fell in love with last year, the challenge will be finding points in Colorado, in Commerce, Colorado. Can the Philadelphia walk out of here with three points? I think a point is I think that's that's pretty fair to say. But can they walk away with the win? Can they get the ball rolling? That's what we'll find out here tomorrow night. We're going to talk about this matchup. We're going to look into it. I want to formally welcome everyone on into today's edition of Unimatch Preview. Of course, I'm your host, El Paracero Philly, the United States of Sports and Culture in the beautiful city of Philadelphia. We have Facebook. We got YouTube. We got Twitter. We got SM Media Live here. We got TikTok in here as well. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? If you guys are watching this live right now on, on of course, Barcelona Philly's YouTube channel, keep dropping the comment sections. The comment section is also open here on TikTok as well, so keep dropping your comments, questions, and concerns in there. As a quick reminder, today's edition of Match Preview is sponsored by Lots of Raid Watches. If you folks are in the market for a brand-new watch, consider checking out Lots of Raid Watches. High-quality watches at a bargain price, and right now when you use my promo code at the checkout page, Barcelona Philly, You'll receive 10% off of your purchase of a La Terrain watch. So, ladies and gentlemen, head on over to La Terrain. Take advantage of that promo code. Check out the good stuff. It's summertime, gentlemen. You want to show off that wrist. So make sure you guys check out what they have over at La Terrain Watches. Awesome, awesome stuff. What's happening, TikTok? What is going on? What's up, Tim? Celtics and seven. All right. Listen, it's your it's your it's your prerogative, man. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. As always. As always here. Comment section's open. Keep dropping those comments in there. If you are in Philadelphia today, tomorrow, Sunday, beware. Philadelphia is covered with Swifties. <laughs> it's a hectic one. It's a wild one. If someone who wants to watch the match on Saturday night in Philadelphia, even though the union will be in Commerce, Colorado, yeah, beware. Beware what's going on. This is, I'm not going to lie to you, this Swiftie phenomenon is bonkers to me. I'm still trying to grasp this as I have a fiance down who is a Swifty herself. We got out price of trying to go. I listen, I, I don't know one Taylor Swift song. I can't vibe to Taylor Swift, but I do what I got to do as a man. Right. But dude, thousand dollars to sit behind the fucking stage. Are you people wild? You're going to spend a thousand dollars just to watch Taylor Swift's ass. Just to watch her backside. This is wild to me. But hey. You guys have fun. Enjoy the concert. I'm sure it's going to be wild. Taylor seems to be like great vibes in general. Music's not my vibe, but she seems like good vibes. That's wild. But hey, listen, is Swifty a union fan? Can we can we get that? Can we get the confirmation? On? Is Swifty a duper? That's all I need to know. Because I know she's got like affiliation to Nashville. So, you know, I need to know. I need to know. But regardless, please, please, please be aware. Um, Real quick as well, wanted to bring up um, a little bit of news here in the MLS, of course, for us here in Philadelphia. Kind of a little bit of a big deal, um, more so for our league. Of course, as we all know, NYCFC currently are playing in 
a fucking baseball field. Still playing in a baseball field, but we got some updates. The renderings for NYFC, NYC new stadium in Queens, New York is out. This is what we got. And of course, as rumored, yes, they will actually be playing right next to City Field. And if you guys are watching this live on YouTube, I have it pointed out to you. You could see they don't have obviously sponsor name, they don't have a stadium name. So right, it is NYCFC Stadium right next to City Field. It gives it a little bit more sports complex type of feel. Like when you go down to South Philly, you got the link, Wells Fargo Center, Citizens Bank Park. And that's kind of what they're trying to build in Flushing with the new NYCFC team. You got, obviously, um, affordable housing in there as well. So it feels more lively. And I'll be honest with you, it's been about, wow, nine seasons since I've been to Flushing for baseball, right? And so being down there, it's very the, the, the city is very secluded. Now, obviously, transportation is pretty convenient. You got the subway right there. But I think this really livens it up. Now, one of the one of the things, obviously, number one, dude, soccer field. That's all NYCFC should be focusing about. It doesn't matter where in the New York area. Just get your fucking field. And so this is what they have. Obviously, economic, economically wise, this is a great move for New York uh, in general. And it obviously brings tourism. It brings housing. It brings business, more importantly, in this economy, as we all know. That's very important. The one knock that I keep hearing is that a lot of these new stadiums have the same kind of feel, right? You look at TQL, um, Q2, uh, you look at uh, Allianz, you look at now this one, um, a St. Louis stadium as well. They all kind of feel the same. It's just rectangles, it's just open concepts, very glass-oriented. And it this feels like every other stadium as well. You know, the MLS, the one thing we always talk about is it being a baby league, finding its own, finding its own path as it's still a young league in a in a, in a very prominent economy. And so they're still trying to find their their way and find their their character. I feel like a lot of these stadiums lack character. Like this stadium in general does not scream New York to me. If I'm being honest, it doesn't. Um, I would expect it being New York, big, glamorous, bang, lights, like huge. Just think huge. Um, this kind of feels like I'm watching a match in Kansas. No disrespect to Kansas, Kansas, no disrespect to Convene Show as well, but it, it just doesn't feel like New York, right? So, you know, regardless, if you're an NYCFC fan, just having a fucking soccer stadium is all you really are asking for. But if we're being, if we've been in a hunt with one another this does give a lot of the same feels as the other stadiums i do like this entrance now if this is what's going to happen i do like that entrance uh it looks pretty dope so we'll see what happens obviously for union fans finally it took us what eight seasons to finally win nine seasons to finally win at nycfc so it, it is definitely a a big deal for us as well uh, what's going on, guys? Appreciate everyone tuning on in. Keep dropping comments in there. Keep tapping the screen. Who we got? What we got here? I just saw you need dupes in the building. What's going on, brother? Hope you're having a great day, man. How you feeling about the how you feeling about the boys heading into Saturday? Colorado and Philly. It's awesome stuff, man. Uh the finally Andre Blake. Okay. I believe it's finally Conte, but the final Andre Blake. Are you going to DC United Way? It's in the it's in the works. I I I'm in. Interested. I'm extremely interested in going. Never been to a DC away match. 
I would love to go. We'll see if it if it, if it works, if it's in the works there. But um, absolutely would love to go. Uh, so in it's up in the air. Uh, you need to do my girlfriend's going to the concert. <laughs> Dude, kudos to your girl. I tried, man. I genuinely tried to be a good boyfriend slash fiance. And uh, it's just too much. I mean, that it's just for one ticket, a thousand some dollars. Like that's not even including the fee. Um, that's that's like not even like I wouldn't even spend that on a, on a playoff tickets. So any live streams, you know, throw, throw them in the comment section. Let me know. We'll, we'll watch some live streams. We'll, we'll definitely be doing a Taylor Swift night here at I said this Zapata, you know what I'm saying? So we'll, we'll, we'll be doing that. We'll be swifted up. But yeah, it's wild, brother. It's wild, man. Well, the water guy is the water. We say water guy. The water guy is here. Small city FC. NYCFC is Tyree. Oh, my God. Of course, uh, setting the mood because, of course, this is Derby weekend for New York. We have the Hudson, uh, Hudson River Derby, what they call it. New York Red Bull versus NYCFC facing off this weekend. So that should be a lot of fun. We'll see who comes out victorious. You know, the bet, the beauty of Derby matches is that it does not matter what the record is. What happens on the pitch is really what does. And so for the Red Bull, you have a shot. They're going through it rough. Obviously, we beat them Saturday. We got Struber out of there. And so now they got to go up against NYCFC and we'll be see if they can get the job done. Awesome, awesome stuff. All right, let's get into this matchup a little bit, and then key, please keep dropping your comments. We'll continue reading those um, a little in a little. But I want to get into this matchup here. Look, let's be let's be honest. Let's paint the picture here. So right now, for our boys in blue, again, we're in the same spot as last week. You get bounced out of a, a another tournament, another opportunity at some hardware. You can't feel too bad because it's U.S. Open Cup. Crazy shit happens in this tournament. And you need a little bit of luck in this one. And unfortunately, luck was not on our, on our side. It was on Minnesota's. But, dude, you made this a match. You go down 2-0 in this early in the second half. You find a way to claw back, use the entire 45 minutes of the second half. And in the 94th in injury time, you find that equalizing goal thanks to Kai Wagner. You head into extra time. You get, you get down 3-2. Again, you need more heroics. And in the last minute, uh, or in the first minute of injury time, Kai Wagner, again, saves the day. You go into PKs. You go seven rounds. Obviously, any Union fan looks at PKs. It's hard not to think of a Moscow Cup final. You get up to Kai Wagner, who saved you in regular time, saved you in extra time. And unfortunately, you could not do it in the PKs as well. He gets blocked. Union lose 7-6 in PKs. And we get bounced yet again. It's now the third straight season that the Philadelphia Union get bounced out right off the jump, one and done. You're like Duke. <laughs> Bro, my, where, 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 where's my boy Scotty? Huh? Where's my boy? Where's my boy Scotty? I need my Duke. I need my Dukey here. My Duke guy. But now, in all seriousness, you bounce out yet again. And everyone is well, every one of these bounces has been has been rough. Right? My first year watching US Open Cup was 2018. I wasn't, I did not, I wasn't watching. A lot of Union Soccer in 2014 or 2015. I was watching a little bit, not a lot. Definitely wasn't watching U.S. Open Cup. Um, 2018, obviously, you have the heartbreak in Houston. That was rough. Watching that in the locker room of my job at the time on my little cell phone screen, watching as Houston puts three behind us, man. That was rough. Then you go into 2020. Um, I'm sorry, 2019. 
Okay. Then you go into 2019, and then you have the DC United match. That one goes into extras. DC United just get the goal. I, I'm not sure if it was Wayne. I'll have to double check who got the goal. But you lose in 2020, 2021, and or 2020. Obviously, you have COVID. 2021, uh, still COVID cancels it. 2022, you're going up against Orlando. It's a tough, 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 tough schedule of, of matches. And then, of course, you have a lot of your homegrowns. You lose in that one. And then this one, you, you, you made it a match, but you couldn't get the job done, and you get bounced out. So now the union have to focus, move on, and now you have six straight matches in MLS play. Six opportunities to climb ground in MLS play. And it starts tomorrow night in Colorado. The Colorado Rapids, this is a team who are feeling themselves. We're talking seven unbeaten. A lot of draws, yes, but they're coming off of U.S. Open Cup win against uh, Sacramento, who were just in the finals last year in the U.S. Open Cup. They beat L.A. Galaxy, which I know in 2023, you really can't boast over an L.A. Galaxy win. It's, it really doesn't mean much anymore. Uh, they, you know, uh, they, had a, they had a win against Sporting Kansas City. Their last loss came on March 18th to Minnesota, we just lost to. So Colorado is slowly starting to find their ground. Um, I, I think when you talk when you're talking about Colorado, you have to start off with Robin Frazier. To me, he's done a fantastic job, and I don't I really don't feel like he gets enough credit. This man was number I think he was the he won the coach of the year in 2021, had Colorado as the number one seed in the Western Conference. And dude, we all know the West is always difficult to so be able to do that. That was pretty impressive. Obviously, you know, they they, they, they sell off a lot of players la before last year. They take a step back, miss the playoffs. Um, and then this year they start off slow. But now it seems like they're slowly starting to find that confidence. And, you know, we talk about U.S. Open Cup. Can't really compare it to MLS because it's a completely different animal. But it does seem like this may have helped Colorado continuing their, their, their momentum. When I'm looking at this Colorado team, it's a difficult one. It's one where you have to scrap, scrape out some points because it's not going to be easy. That's a lot of credit to Ron Frazier and his tutelage and his leadership. Um, I, I, one thing I am concerned about, look, we've had a lot of freaking play over the season. 17 matches. It's a lot of soccer. Think about that. That's half of a regular MLS regular season, 17 matches. And the university played that, and it's not even June. That's a lot of soccer. So I'm just a little I'm a little curious of where the form is for the soccer team. Where are we at with that exactly? Playing a lot of these many matches can dwindle to you physically and mentally. And to go into this match tomorrow, mentally, you need to have it. Because playing in Colorado, you're going to be away. It's it's like an eight-hour, six-hour, six to eight-hour flight. I've done that. It's not fun. It is not it's fun being there. It's not, it's not fun flying there. Consider that. Topping all that is the altitude. And to top that off is the hard style of play that Colorado play with. And more importantly, when you're talking about this Colorado team, you got to start with highlighting the midfield. They suffocate you. And it definitely starts off with Ronan and Priestel. Um, Carvajal was up at the top of uh, uh, the tip of the, the, the attack, the forward. He also, it, it makes it very daunting as well. But I am just curious to see 
how this union team will win the battle to midfield. I hate saying that because typically they do win that battle. Now, one thing that does help with the battle to midfield is having Eduardo Martinez back. He he should be in the 18. Will he be in the 11? That remains to be seen. If he is in the 11, I feel a little bit better about that match. But the battle of the midfield, to me, is going to be the most important part about this match. Obviously, Colorado is going to play a full 90. They're going to stretch that out. You know, they're not going to look to win the match in the first couple minutes. They're going to look to win it in the full 90. They're going to look to tire well. And so for the Philadelphia Union, fitness is going to be important, of course, as always. But to be able to keep up with that and, of course, limiting the mistakes. And that's been a little bit of an issue here for the Philadelphia Union. Something uncharacteristic that we've seen. What will the lineup be? That's another question mark as well. When you consider the fact that the Union have, again, three more matches in the span of seven days, your rotation is going to be extremely, extremely important. Now, when I look at this potential lineup here for the Philadelphia Union, I do think in goal you stick with Andre Blake. I do think your back line is where you need to – it's going to be interesting. I think Kai comes back into the starting lineup. Um, I do believe in this one. You go with Glesnes and Lowe. I still think you keep rotating. Um, Elliot, look, he's not been playing well over the past couple of matches, and he needs to find his form, and we'll see how he's able to do that. Does Jim light a fire under him a little bit? Do you bench him a little bit? We'll see. But Elliot needs to find his form again. I think back on the outside, you go back with Harriel. Um, and Bizo's going to have to see some time this week, but, dude, you got to send the message clear, man. It, the defensive mishaps have to stop. So we'll see what that takes, how that transpires. Um, in the midfield, keep in mind that the U20 World Cup begins this upcoming week. So Quinn and Brandon Craig are with the under-20 U.S. team right now. Uh, Jack, Jack McGlynn will join the squad after Saturday. Um, so I think you start Jack McGlynn. You play Jack for at least 60 minutes. Um, he starts in the left shot, left side. Uh, as your six, if Ed Brujo Martinez can't go, you have to go with Bueno. You have to go with Bueno. Um, I want to see if Bueno can, you know, help contribute in the attack. It's one thing I think he's still lacking. I think he's very physical, and I, and I think he feels more comfortable in that spot. He's still really young as well. But being able to provide in the attack, that is something that we need to see from Jesus Bueno. Uh, at the right shot midfielder, I would like to go with Pereira, but I could absolutely see Jim going with Ali here. I could see Jim going with Ali in every match, to be honest with you. But I think in this one, you're going, you got to go. He got to go with Pereira. I still think that the three at the top stay the same. I still think you go with Gaza, Carranza, and Ure. Um, I do think that Chris Donovan will be in one of these upcoming matches. Uh, I just think that in this one, you're going to see the three back up top again. So rotation, of course, is going to be extremely crucial again this week. But I think overall, that is what the starting lineup will potentially look like um, for the Philadelphia Union. Uh, let me see here. We uh, got uh, guys get any comments, questions, or concerns. Keep dropping the comment section. We're reading those as this live portion goes on. Water guy says big derby Saturday. Yeah, it's gonna be that should be fun for you guys. Was it NYCFC? Is it in Yankee Stadium? Regardless, man, I'll be I'll, I'll try to catch catch a little bit. But it's my dad's birthday. I'm gonna try to stop. I, I of course I got I got stuff to do in the morning. I'm gonna try to make it to Philly sports guy TikTok telethon. Um, but it's a busy day tomorrow, so we'll we'll see. But man, a lot of good sports tomorrow. Thank you for being a fireheart coach, man. Anytime, man. Struberg rubbed me the wrong way as well. So I feel you on that one, my man. Thank you for stopping by, brother. Uh, let me see here. 
Thoughts on the Minnesota match? It was such a good game. It was a good game. It's heartbreaking to lose in that way. Can't be mad at the performance because they gave you good effort, but I I, I mean, it's just heartbreaking to lose in that fashion. So I uh, can't can't be entirely too mad at what the Philadelphia Union did, but defensively, you gotta you gotta clean it up for sure, man. They showed they could fight and win, and that's the thing. They showed they could fight, but fatigue settling in a little bit, just a little bit, and so that's going to be tough. Um, Torres was trying too hard to be the hero. Yeah, man, he's trying a little bit too hard, man. Settle it down, keep it simple. We don't need like when he first came out as a member of the union in the Columbus match. Comes in, does a little spinorama twice, twice, and gets it to Julian Carranza for the goal. Like we don't need that every time, and I, I just feel like he feels like he needs to do that. So keep it simple, stupid. That's what I always say, and I think that's something Joaquin Torres can kind of do as well. Shooting useless shots for for no reasons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I agree with you. Kind of like a Bruno Martinez, right? <laughs> uh, your boy Drew believes that Curtin can win. Hey, it's your opinion. Okay, can't be mad at that. It's his fault. The teams. It's his fault, not the teams. Oh, he believes that it is his team's fault and not his. So it's his. It's his fault that these guys aren't scoring goals. Right, it's his fault that these guys are making mental mishaps in the final third defense. Right, like it's easy to blame the coach, and we do this with every sport. It's easy to blame the coach when we don't realize the coach is not out on the field, on the court, on the ice ring. Like it's easy to say that. Tim's fault comes with the lack of preparation and the fact that these guys are playing a lot of soccer, right? And you need to be able to rotate that, and you need to be able to give teams different looks setting up your tactics to what the other team gives you that's where the gym falls but these team the team not winning right now is not because of gym um you need to union signing jim curtain is to be determined honestly um i do feel like if this team does not win mls cup I feel like they're gonna look another way. I I, I just, just have that hunch. And thing is, is that we've never been in the spot, right? Like Jim is our third manager in club history. In a span of 13 years, this club has only had three managers. That's pretty impressive, somewhat. But we never been in this spot. Like we never. This is our best manager ever. How much of a leeway do you get? Personally, I, I would keep him on if he wants to stay. Obviously, listen, money talks, bullshit walks. The uni don't typically pay. You got clubs out there, like for instance, Chicago. He's familiar with Chicago. Chicago obviously are willing to spend money. I mean, for Christ's sakes, they threw 1.2 million Casper Shabilko. So who's to say that season's end, Chicago doesn't throw the kitchen sink at Jim Curry to come coach Chicago? And for Jim, how do you not look at that and think, well, Chicago's willing to spend money? Chicago clearly wants me. I don't have to deal with the pressures if you're in Philly. Why not? go there i can't fault jim for doing that but that's obviously something that you do need to think about a lot of it there's a lot of considerations to take in place and for the union it, we'll, we'll we will have to wait and see uh, i think if he doesn't win mls cup most likely curtain is gone I, I do i do tend to agree with that i don't i don't agree with it but i think that that'll happen league cup is also something we could win but it's going to i mean i think if you win league cup it may help for sure you know, winning hardware always helps because it does put in the ownership's pocket. But I don't know if that's the end-all be-all, especially when you think about just the elite squad, we, squad we've had over the last three seasons. To show a 
supporter shield to show two Eastern Conference finals to show a League's Cup. I mean, what does that really do for us, right? Like, it doesn't do much for me, at least. So it, it is a tricky, tricky spot for sure. I believe we should start over Elliot. I mean, listen, Elliot's still going to get his starts. You're still going to have to, but there's going to need to be some rotation going forward for sure. Ian, what's up, brother? Ian's going to be in Colorado tomorrow. That's awesome. I'm so jealous. This is a great away day. Colorado's a great state. Denver is a great town. Um, you can stay in Denver, and then Commerce is like, what, like a 20-minute drive, 25-minute drive? Um, Commerce is pretty chill, too, if you're looking for something a little bit more low-key. I would definitely recommend staying in one of those Airbnbs in, in a town in Commerce, like that neighborhood in, outside of the stadium. Um, but it's definitely dope, man. And mingle with some of the fans, too. I think it's definitely dope. That's the beauty of the MLS, man. Don't forget Moses. Let's not let's never forget Los Cuchitas. Feliz Dia de Madre de Los Cuchitas. Mi cucha, my mom. Cucha, if you guys are not familiar. Cuchita, cucha is, is a slang term for mom in Colombia. So my cucha will be spending some time. I, I got two cuchas now. I got my mom, my mom, mom, and my fiance's mom. So she's also mom now, too. So I got I to gotta spend some time with her as well. So spend some time with the cuchas, ladies and gentlemen. Get her something nice. You don't have to buy, you know, uh, break the back of your mom. You know, nice little flowers. Spend some time with mom. Maybe a little brekkie. Little little pancakes, eggs, and bacon never hurts anybody, right? A little freshly squeezed orange juice, get that forearm going. You feel me? <laughs> I'm here for y'all in any way you need. I'm here for y'all. Not Colorado's that not call. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, Dolan's tomorrow. I will try. I will try. Um, got some other um um previous arrangements that I have to attend to tomorrow morning. Um, if I have time, I'm definitely gonna stop by. I because. More so for the charity than the event. Um, especially I love what Philly Sports Guy does with it. I think he I think he's doing what he does in general for this sports city. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely try to make it as if I don't see you guys, definitely I love you guys. Um definitely show some love, support, uh, donate a little bit, it doesn't hurt. It's a great cause. Um and, and it Philly Sports Guy again just does a great job of doing what he does always. But prediction time. Let's get to prediction time because we gotta head out here. I think that the union um, will find a way to get the win. I think enough is enough. I think it'll be an ugly one, but I got a one nothing victory for the Philadelphia and getting three more points in Colorado in the comment sections. Let me know what you guys think will happen in tomorrow's match, but I'll, that's going to do it for today's union match recap preview. I'm sorry. Make sure you guys hit the like button, subscribe for more Philly sports. Remember you can find us wherever you stream podcasts. We're available on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Find us under Oi in Philly sports. A big thank you and a big shout out to our friends over at Alex Rain Watches. Make sure you guys check it out and make sure you guys use the promo code Barcelo Philly for 10% off. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian thinks 2 nothing. I like that. I like that. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Barcelo Philly and I'm telling you guys to dupe on. I'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs>